I caught you on. Hello, and welcome to Provocative Thoughts, intimately known as PT. Drive to awaken those who are asleep, stimulate those who are awakened, feed those who are starving, and nurture those who seek to know. I'm your host, Carlton Steed, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to be. You can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. Again, 347-989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash queenmother for the number real. And listen to the show live. You can also contact us at Facebook, at Facebook at Provocative Thoughts PT Community Organization. First, I'd like to thank everyone for being patient. Tonight's topic is courting versus dating. Courting or dating, which one should we choose? A wise man once said, if you don't know where you've been, you can't know where you're going. Is courting a better way to support the integrity of a relationship? Is the integrity of the relationship indicative of the value of the relationship? Why is courting apparently a relic of the past and dating a phenomenon Contemporary time As my colleague stated Why don't men Court women anymore In the past A man would need to court A virgin woman for months Or even years And then ask her father for permission To marry his daughter The vast majority Of Americans have sex before marriage Including those who abstain from sex during their teenage years, according to trends in premarital sex in the United States from 1954 to 2003 by Lawrence B. Finer. Sharon B. Jason of US Today, USA Today says, of those interviewed in 2002, 95% reported they had premarital sex. 93 said they did so by age 30. Amongst women born in the 1940s, nearly 9 and 10 did. At the same time, people are waiting longer to marry. In 2000, the 2005 data showed the median age at first marriage is just over 25 for women and 27 for men. What is the definition of courtship? The activity occurs that occurs when people are developing a romantic relationship that could lead to marriage or the period of time when such activities occur. The behavior of animals that lead to sexual activity or the period of time when such behavior occurs. An attempt to convince someone to support you or to choose you or your organization. Dating, says the free library, free dictionary. An engagement to go out socially with another person, often out of romantic interest. 
one's companion on such an outing. Your dictionary says a form of romantic courtship, typically between two individuals with the goal of assessing the other's suitability as a partner in an intimate relationship or as a spouse. The result of dating may at any time lead to friendship, any level of intimate relationship, marriage, or marriage. Wikipedia says romance is the expressive and pleasurable feeling from an emotional attraction towards another person often associated with sexual attraction. Eros was the mischievous god of love, a minion and constant companion of the goddess Aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac was the goddess of love, desire, and beauty. Ancient courtship. In ancient times, many of the first marriages were by capture, not choice. When there was a scarcity of women, men raided villages and took wives from out of the villages. Medieval chivalry. It went from buying a woman dinner to opening a door for her. Many of today's courting rituals are rooted in medieval chivalry. During medieval times, the importance of love in the relationship emerged as a reaction to arranged marriages, but was still not considered a prerequisite in marital decisions. Students ruled their intended with flowers, poetry, much like you know, things that happen to that. You know, you buy them things and, you know. Chastity and honor were highly regarded virtues. In 1228, it was said by many that women first gained the right to propose marriage in Scotland, a legal right that then slowly spread through Europe. However, a number of historians have pointed out that this supposed leap year proposal statute never occurred and instead gained its legs as a romantic notion spread in the press. That's what we call the leap year. Victorian formality. During the Victorian era, 1837 to 1901, romantic love became viewed as the primary requirement for marriage, and courting became even more formal, almost an art form amongst the upper classes. An interested gentleman would not simply walk up to a young lady and begin a conversation. Even after being introduced, it was still some time before it was considered appropriate for a man to a lady or for a couple to be seen together. Once they had formally, once they had formally been introduced, if the gentleman went to escort the lady home, he would present his card to her. At the end of the evening, the lady would look over her options and choose who would be her escort. She would notify the lucky, lucky gentleman by giving him her own card, requesting that he escort her home. Now, let's see. Almost all courting took place in the girl's home under the eye of the watchful parent. If the courting progressed, the couple might advance to the front porch. Smitten couples rarely saw each other without the presence of a chaperone and marriage proposals were frequently written. That's very formal. Courtship customs and tokens of love. Some of the Nordic countries have courtship customs involving knives. For example, if 
when a girl came in age, her father let it be known that she was available for marriage to go with wear empty sheets. That's what she put a knife in. And she would wear that, and the suitor that liked the girl would put a, uh, his knife in there. And, uh, you know, she would keep it if she was interested in him. The custom of bundling. Y'all might have, if you've seen uh, the movie, oh, it's like the Patriot. Uh, they had a, a scene with bundled in there. When um, Keith, what's his name? I forget the actor's name. He the son of the Patriot. Uh, bundling is found in many parts of the 16th and 17th century Europe and America, allowing couples to share a bed fully clothed and often with a bundling board between them. That's a board you, in the bed, maybe a 10-inch board that split down the middle. And uh, Keith Ledger in the movie, he was tied up in a bag like in the, in the bed. He, all he had was his head out. Dating back to the 17th century wells, they had love spoons, which traditionally are uh, made from a single piece of wood by a suitor to show his affection to his loved one. Chivalrous gentlemen in England often sent a pair of gloves to their true love. In some parts of the 18th century Europe, a biscuit or a small loaf of bread was broken over the head of the bride as she emerged from church. Many cultures throughout the world recognize the idea of matrimony as the ties that bind. In some African cultures, long grass, grasses were braided together and used to tie the hands of the groom and the bride together to symbolize their union. So courtship is associated with marriage and commitment and structure in the uh, relationship. So dating is a stage of romantic and sexual relationships in humans whereby two or more people meet socially, possibly as friends or with the aim of each assessing the other's suitability as partners in a more committed, intimate relationship or marriage. Not always, not always necessary, so the courtship consists of social activities done by the couple, protocols, practices, and dating, and the terms used to describe it vary considerably from country to country and over time. While the term has several meanings, the most frequent uses use refers to two or more people exploring whether they are romantically and or sexually compatible by participating in dates dates with each other. With the use of modern technology, people can date via telephone or computer or meet in person. The term may also refer to two or more people who have already decided they share romantic or sexual feelings toward each other. These people will have dates on a regular basis, and they may or may not be having sexual relations. This period of courtship is sometimes seen as a precursor to engagement or marriage. Another gentleman on William W. Wells, he gave a history of courtship is similar to the one I just read. Colonial Americans all care more about suitability of the marriage partner than about love. Then toward the end of the colonial era, the idea of romantic love gained wide currency. Many families allowed bundling. That was the thing of the board in the bed or the guy was in a bag, like a some kind of sheet bag or something. Tied up when you know not supposed to have that. Hey, Carton, you want to take a call? We have a caller. 
Hello? Yes. Yes, how you doing? How you doing? Okay, just calling your um today when your topic is a court and dating. Uh yes, I believe in uh, like courting is uh, different from dating. Um a man shouldn't throw himself on a woman unless that woman is, you know, interested in him. Um I guess what I'm trying to say is that uh, the, the idea of courting and dating is to give the lady a chance to understand the man, if she likes that man or whatnot. But also the man has to uh, try and learn what that lady likes and try and please her with what she likes, I guess. But to make sure that it's all friendship first. You don't get romantic uh, at, at jump, I think. You know, you take your time with that. And sometimes, like you said, it don't all be all about romantic. It be about feelings sometimes, I think, you know. You can have good feelings about a person, but you have to uh, control that feeling, I guess, until that uh, female uh, is authorized you to outburst some of that feeling, I guess, in a sense, I'm saying. But I guess it is a difference between courting and dating. I like to say that much. Yeah, they're similar, but they have one. The main difference is the intent. In courting, it is one intent. Where dating has uh, many things that can occur. Yeah, dating. I guess dating would be after courting. I would say because you got to got to get to know the person. You got to uh, uh, know what they like and don't like. Dating is, uh, I would say, in another form of trying to make it to that next step level. I guess. Okay. So, all right. Well, in dating, the um, authors is saying that. Basically, in dating, anything can happen. In dating, it could be just a friendship. You could develop a sexual relationship with somebody, you know, or you could meet the person that you love. You might have premarital sex. Where in court, there's no premarital sex. That's the difference. And your family's getting involved. Well, I would, I would say, yeah, um, court is no, no sexual relation in court. Uh, dating is a possibility of getting there, I would say, I guess. Um but you don't look at that like that all the time either sometimes. Some men do, some men don't. Um, you can have a, right. a, a, a court, no, a female, for, like you say, for many years before you get to dating. You know, it's just still getting to learn a norm. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but, yes, it's, I buy by what they're saying in the book a little bit. It sounds a little bit true. You have to take your time uh, slowly, and uh, it's all up to the female. Right. It's for the I mean, you get to know the person that you're with before you uh, get involved in with them sexually because out of that union comes uh, other people with the family union. So you want to make sure that the family unit stays together. So people who want to be together, you know, make that family unit and they won't have that conflict that drives them apart. You know what I'm saying? If you're just with somebody for a sexual purpose, you ignore the rest of the things about that person, then you might have a problem. Yeah, because then you're not courting. You ain't never started courting. You never find out anything. You're just going out for the sex, and uh, that's another part of the world that, you know, needs to be uh, handled. You know what I mean? You just can't go out there and just think you're going to have sex. you got to court and learn first, I guess. You know, if you put sex up before courting, then you're, you're blowing the whole thing for yourself. You know what I mean? I think. I'll just leave it at that there, but just uh, let you know I called in to uh, voice my opinion and... Um, Call y'all back next week on another topic. All right. We appreciate your call.
Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. So here we have uh, the Wells is saying World War during World War One. Mark the accelerated. This integration of etiquette based on the separate spheres of ideology. But popular magazines and advice columns quickly outline new rules to replace the old. Now we got the media becoming involved in promoting or perpetuating the culture of dating and courting. By 1925, traditional courtship has fallen out of fashion. That's with the help of the media right there. Instead, young couples began to go on dates, which differed significantly from courting. They cost money focused on less of a long-term commitment, took place in public, and were initiated and paid for by men. That's just a, that's the date that we have today that we see today traditionally. Standards of sexual morality also change, and the terms necking and petting, the former referring to kisses and caresses above the neck, the latter to the same below the neck, petting. So now we're getting more a little uh, more sexual. Now we're talking about getting more sexual with the. Uh, our partners or person of interest with dating. In some circles, young people dated widely rather than with one exclusive partner since status hints on being seen regularly with different desirable dates. During this period, for example, people considered dancing all evening with one partner a social failure. A long time ago, you danced all evening with one partner. That was a good thing. Now, at this point, the more people that you are involved with, says it, you know, it makes you a good, you know, makes you, I guess that's like the player concept. But maybe that's where the, being a player came from. That's what it sounds like. It's a good thing for you to just be around and involved with a lot of different people. So maybe this is the evolution of, hey, he's a player, she's a player. After World War II, going steady, two people started dating exclusively. Uh, partially replaced the competitive system of the interwar years. For one man to cut in on another at a dance was considered flattering to the young woman, but it became rude at this point. I'm going steady. I'm, I'm dancing on the floor with my girl, and somebody's going to cut in. That's rude. That's rude, period. So we have all these things, all these different changes coming in. And we see that the change in the, we see that changes in the moral and ethical standards of the society correlates with the change in the courting customs that led to the development of dating customs. The media appears to play a role in perpetuating the changes regarding how individuals behave in the relationship. More, social norms that are widely observed Behavior that is perceived as right, appropriate, or acceptable. They have an impact on the mores of the society. The customs and values and behaviors that are accepted by a particular group, culture, etc. So 
as we, I'm not trying to blame the media on everything, but you know the media can meet can reach more people than uh, a group of people can because it's in everybody's home. It's in a magazine that everybody has access to. Has the media has more access to people than individuals do. Individuals have access to the media. So some might say, why don't men? court women anymore. And there's a saying, why buy a cow when you can get the milk for free? Why buy a cow when the milk is so cheap? It means, why pay for something you can get for free otherwise? Sometimes the saying is used to describe someone who will not marry because sex without any commitment is so easy to obtain. So, if the goal is the sexual encounter and from old from the from a long time ago, marriage was the route to take to have sex with someone. They're saying, Hey, I don't have to marry you because I can get it what I want with this sex from you from a woman without marrying her. So that's a change in the uh moral and ethical attitude of the individual uh, group and culture, whoever uh, shares that attitude. I, it says, um, how did we get there? Better understand why men are withdrawing from the courtship. We need to understand, we need to consider the roles men and women play in the process and how sexual the sexual revolution has impacted on the landscape. Men put the um, surging cost in the marriage and sexual marketplace. This means bearing most of the risk of ejection and expending the bulk of the resources to facilitate the process of meeting and getting to know one another. That means guys coming out of their pocket uh, to buy the woman things, take her out, and things like that, because he's expected to pay for the dinner and things like that. So, however, the writer says that the consumers, of the courtship, which are women, have an incentive to draw the process out as long as possible to receive courtship from as many men as possible. Now, what that's saying is that this guy feels that women, I'm going to say some women, because you can't be talking about every woman, some women will date many men to get what they want from those many men. So one guy might take a movie, might have a guy take on trips, might have another guy that uh, does plays and so forth like that, you know. So he's saying that these women are basically taking advantage of the courtship uh, culture. After a few decades, the expectation that men bear the bulk of the cost and risk of courtship has remained relatively constant. But the time period women expect to be courted has expanded dramatically. How does the equality of women impact on court? As we see, courting was popular during an era, an era when women did not have the rights and opportunities that they do today. Equal rights means equal treatment. Some might say that women are double dipping in the social, political, economic pool. Should a woman court a man? A man, this is a man's point of view. This is a guy from Stafford University. He didn't give his name. 
He said, guys used to ask girls out on real dates rather than just asking them if they wanted to hang out and watch Netflix. That's come over to the house, pull out a, you know, movie on the uh, TV, Netflix, and popcorn, soda, wine, whatever, did pizza, whatever. It's pretty obvious that dating is quite different for women and men. For women, dating means that they have the opportunity to be made to feel special. It's a chance for some easy fun without having to, in his experience, spend any money or do any work. The only thing that women need to do in this scenario is say the word yes. For men, dating isn't such a carefree, carefree experience because we have to do all the work. First of all, asking a girl out on an actual date can be stressful because of the possibility of rejection. I mean, asking somebody on a date is serious business. You're making your intentions extremely clear, but that can put you in a really vulnerable position. The possibility, the possibility of rejection only increases if the girl you're asking has no idea you're interested in her. I don't know how she would not think that you were interested in her if you're trying to take her to the movies or something like that. Uh, let's say you made it that far, he said. Men have to plan out the perfect sequence of events and activities so that the lady has a great time. Planning can be extremely stressful because we want the date to be successful. He said, is it wrong to ask a girl's opinion while planning an evening that I want to make sure she enjoys? After asking and planning the special event, the guy has to pay for the whole thing. Wouldn't want her to think that he's cheap and that he's out on a date that he couldn't afford. But an offer to pay, he says, would be nice at the end of the day if he really did like her and they vibe well, he doesn't mind paying. So if he really likes the girl, he doesn't mind paying. So that basically is an indication he's saying that if he really likes her, she's vested. But if she really likes him too, I, I think that he's more apt to be more vested. They didn't have involved nowadays. He said he doesn't know if there's anything wrong with uh, sliding in the uh, DMs or letting somebody know you're interested in them through a few Instagram likes. That's the new form of dating we earlier talked about, people on the computers and the Internet and things like that are getting to know each other. He says if, if he buys someone some flowers, write a, a heartfelt letter telling you how he feels and actually you on a date, he says, he's probably serious about you. He says, he's not putting in more effort than asking you to come hang out and watch Netflix. He probably just wants to have some fun. That's this guy. I mean, some guys might want you to come over and watch Netflix and popcorn, whatever you do, pizza, and he might be um, genuinely um, interested in you. He says, uh, he doesn't have money to waste on a girl, not not even sure uh, he likes yet because there's a slight chance she won't be worth that sort of investment. He said maybe he's physically attracted to a girl, but he already knows that she's not somebody he want to be in a real relationship with. Why waste money on that? Why waste money and time? 
those are girls who get the Netflix invite. So for this guy, a Netflix invite is is a, is a lesser form of social interaction with a female. He's saying if you invite him, invite you over to watch a Netflix movie, he doesn't feel you're worth investing in. So I guess Netflix is about $12 a month. And going to the movies might be, what, $24 a piece plus snacks, plus parking, you know, plus gas, so that adds up. Just because you start off watching Netflix doesn't mean it can't grow into something more, though. What's wrong with working up to going on a date with each other? So, he says he's only asking a girl on a real date if he thinks there's actually there's some actual relationship potential, if he likes her beyond her looks. The fact that going on a real date is so rare these days should make the girl he does take out feel extra special. If a guy is taking you out on a date, this guy is saying, this guy, if he takes you out on a date, you are special. Historically, dating has been used as a method of finding companionship and a way to have sex. Over the years, people have found each other easier ways to achieve the same goal. The conventional dating has become unnecessary. Clearly, the hangout and watch Netflix method is working for God, or else it wouldn't be such a common occurrence. I know women might not view this as the ideal interaction with a man, but some interaction is better than no interaction. He gets that's up to each individual lady to decide. But keep in mind that the bar for what is acceptable dating practice only goes as low as women allow it to go. If starting today, no girl accepted an invite to just hang out and chill, the guys might step up their game. And that's very interesting because. Like, you know, he expects a couple of things here. He says, like, he says, you don't have a lot of money. And so why is he investing in something that's not going anywhere? So, you know, so maybe the females shouldn't be going on dates with guys that they're not vested in going and um, having a relationship with, you know. Don't use guys for dates. So because maybe that's one thing that um, guys don't want. They don't want to be used. I don't think anybody wants to be used. So not enough that you use people sexually. You don't want to use people socially either. You don't want to use a guy to go out on a date, get a meal, to go see a movie, or take a trip somewhere, whatever, you, you know. So there have to be, there should be some type of investment there. But dating is, you know, appears to be some murky, waterish kind of thing here. Because anything can happen when you date, and there's no commitment. Is um, could be commitment. There's no structure. You, you might bring some structure into the game. It might develop into a, a very affectionate, uh, love-felt relationship that leads to marriage. But until then, you're going through all these, you know, things in your head. A guy is at least says this guy. So courtship involves. The goals to be reached by spending time with a potential marriage partner. That's a, that's a big difference from courting someone and dating someone. That courting 
you are selecting or making an attempt to select a lifelong partner. Courtship is a relationship between a man and a woman in which they seek to determine whether they're going to marry each other. Protection, guidance, and blessings of parents, mentors, the couple concentrates on developing a deep friendship that could lead to marriage. That makes a lot of sense. Courtship is a choice to avoid temptation and experience the blessings of purity. Now, that's going to be kind of difficult because uh, premarital sex is a norm, at least in America. I'm thinking uh, that's probably worldwide. It's an emotional, it's a choice to not emotionally give away your heart piece by piece to many others through casual dating relationships and instead give your whole heart, your life to your partner. That's very nicely said. So what it does, courting helps you be very selective in the person that you want to choose to spend your life with. Even if you're interacting with somebody, it's not a chance that uh, you court someone and say it doesn't work out. You didn't have this. You don't have this history with them. You just got a history of going out with them. We've been out. We talked. We got to know each other. You know. Then you can you can actually say, well, that didn't work because he likes this and he likes that. I definitely can't do this. I definitely can't do that. So, but when you have this other situation of, of how many people you slept with, now you you know people have sometimes we have a problem with that. We have a call. Welcome to Boxing Talk. Caller. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Welcome to Welcome to Boxing Talk. Yeah, this is Q. Good evening, Carlton Kenny. Um, I pretty much um, feel the same way what you were saying, except for uh, that one thing about the courting not having sex connected to it. I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. I didn't actually share that feeling, but I could get behind that, though. That's, that's fair. But um, I think uh, most people uh, are into the dating and not necessarily into courting. But um, whenever... Um, I think court is good, but I think people ought to make themselves clear as far as like what they object to. Because I think that a lot of times um, one person could be courting while the other person is dating. Right. You know. You know that could occur even if a person makes their um, intentions known. Because if I know it takes for me to be committed to you to sleep with you, hey, I can do that. A guy could do that. A female could do that. Or she could mm-hmm. give the perception that that's happening. Or he could give the perception that it's happening. Or they could really do it. You know what I'm saying? Just to right. try to break you, break you, break you, uh, break you down. You know what I mean? Wear you down. They could just be trying to get closer and closer. Because the closer they get, the more power they have in their relationship. You know? So, I mean, eventually, even though you are courting, 
your intention might be to have sex with the person before you get married. Right. And I'm, not, I'm not saying that's the end of the world, world either, because they might, but if his intention is, or her intention is just to have sex with somebody, then you have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Or if it doesn't work, right. then you have to, now you have a, now you have to deal with that. And it's not the end of the world. As you see, um, we have, we have still, uh, like I said, um, it's a premarital sex to say, almost a, <laughs> it's a, it's a normal phenomenon in, in their marriage. Right. Right or wrong, but I'm saying that um, some people don't like that. You know, when they meet mm-hmm. a person that they want to be with, and they get into the whole thing about how many people you've been with, you, um, you've been with anybody I know, you know, you got to go through all of that stuff. But court can help eliminate a lot of that junk. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have that junk in your trunk because you ain't been around the block. Mm-hmm. Not going around the block. And, and if you do choose to do it, that's it's rare. You know what I'm saying? Just based on the, uh, the courtship um, ideology, where the dating ideology, well, if you want to, you know, you still like it. We can do this. I don't have to want to marry you, you know. Or I can't marry you. You know, we can't get married. You know, hey, it might turn into marriage. It might not start off as a relationship where two people want to get married, but then it might end up, then you might end up married to that person. You know, we don't know. There's all kinds of ways that things people end up with each other. Right. Also, I don't, I don't have a problem with the, um, Like as far as I'm um, a woman taking initiative, I I don't have a problem with that. Taking initiative meaning what's that mean? Like like asking you out, right? Or even asking the um proposing marriage. I don't have a problem with that. Right. If that's what she wants, that she should. Uh, that's a statement that you make. Well, courting kind of indicates right. that, right? That we're looking towards right. marriage. So that's both parties saying um, marriage is on the table. Marriage is the goal. So in right. dating, I don't know that people do that. You know. Right. You know, dating might just be because you like them and you can have a lot of fun with them. Temporary, it's not even committed. It may not be, you know, it could be committed, maybe not. Telling what the two decide, how are they going to, you know, conduct themselves, how they want to conduct their relationship. So you got your right. verbal agreement and you got what people actually do. Right. So especially with what's that? I was gonna say particularly the way things are nowadays, um people aren't really so sure on, you know, the proper protocol or etiquette or anything like that. I think um a woman needs to uh Speak up about what she wants and so forth. Okay. Well, I I, I hope that um, the young lady that I was talking to that encouraged me to do the show, she was very vocal about this uh, courting uh, phenomenon. Right. So I hope she sounds like she speaks up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, baby. Sometimes you don't say what you want because what you really want is not what the other person wants. So it's going to prevent you from getting what you want. So people become deceptive. Right. So, I mean, you know, hopefully you meet somebody that wants the same thing that you want. Right. 
And that goes for a male and female. That's not a uh, gender exclusive uh, phenomenon either. Right. So you think that courtship, uh, what do you, what's your take on courtship and dating? What courtship is, relationship to dating, is that, what would you say about that in terms of integrity and, uh, you know? Uh, I really do the thing about um, courtship is, has the, uh, has marriage, you know, as the goal. I agree with that. And dating is to be anything. Right. It's very flexible. That definitely um, specifies marriage in my head. So marriage is the highest, the highest uh, form of union between a couple. Is that a higher? Right. Uh, right. So that's like the ultimate thing you can do in terms of the, being connected with uh, your partner is to marry them. Right. So I guess if you're dating someone and you tell them you don't want to marry them, that's kind of like a, a, a you just got shot down. They tell you they don't want to marry because that like they shoot you saying you're not good enough. Mm, I don't know about good enough, but maybe not. Maybe um, I don't want to say. Compatible? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a better word. It's like, I love you, Maybe but not, I can't. Not compatible, you know, for marriage. Not compatible for marriage. Yeah. Right? I love you, so I can't listen. I can see that. Right. right. Okay, so they, they say that Dayton in general has there is little if any accountability for the couple and little or no interaction with family members. So, you know, some people can be dating people that their family never meet. Yeah. <laughs> right? And I have, agree. Yeah, but in court, fam, both families meet you. That's how right. serious it is. Right. So these different they just merely attracted to one another in some way and they uh pursue an exclusive relationship that is independent of others. So that's they I'm doing what I want to do, y'all don't have nothing to do with this, this is the person I want to be with. Bam. Family have nothing to do with it. You know, during that I come over from Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. But if you court with somebody that person's gonna come to family events. You're gonna go to family events. You're going to do all the things that you do in America to have sex and actually live with each other and uh, provide for each other. But just socially, you're going, to, you're going to be participating in some of the same activities. So they said the, the courting company uh, couple, they seek accountability. Not just from each other, from the parents, and they have mentors. Like back in the day, they had a person, you know, that was giving advice other than the parents. Mm-hmm. Moral and ethical guidelines for the relationship. You know? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, that right there, I mean, the more moral ethical guidelines and structure you add to your life, I guess it, it would uh, eliminate some of the uh, hardship that we come upon, you know, mm-hmm. of, your, of your life, you know what I'm saying? So, they say dating is a relationship, but self-gratification is normally based on the relationship. The couple is often looking for personal pleasure. They say dating is like, I like I want you right now. Okay, you mind. Bam, dating you, we hooked up, right? Mm-hmm. It opens the door to many um, temptations. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. Okay, it sounds like I, my thing is coming up. Mark the end of the show. I want to thank listeners. Call, call in today. I apologize again for being late. Thank you. Yeah, I apologize to the Philadelphia audience. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon going to Google. Nixon is a charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spiral Agnew to eat hard balls confiscated from the Harlem sanctuary.